0: everyone. Welcome to another episode of Brew Daddies. Today we are talking about Peabody Heights Brewery.
1: Peabody Heights was the first brewery in Baltimore in 35 years. It's in the middle of a neighborhood that used to be called Peabody Heights, but is now called Charles Village. I used to live there. Oh, cool. It's near Johns Hopkins University.
0: Yep. I went to University of Baltimore.
1: Cool. It's on the site of Old Oriole Park, which I think was the fourth or fifth incarnation of the baltimore orioles baseball park
0: yep and it's right down the street from where memorial park used to be
1: i don't know what that was but
0: that was the uh ballpark that the orioles played at right before their new ballpark which is camden yards cool and it's where the baltimore ravens had their first exhibition game which i saw at
1: memorial park cool That's super cool. So this place is, like, steeped in Baltimore sports history. I believe it was 1916 through 1944 was the site that Peabody Heights is on was the home of the Baltimore Orioles while they were a minor league team in those years.
0: Now, the brewery started as a contract brewery, meaning people would come there to brew their beer to sell. But they weren't doing too well and actually almost went out of business until the current owners bought it and turned it around. Now, Peabody Heights still does do contract brewing, but they also have their own labels. First under Peabody Heights, as well as under another label, Old Baltimore Yard Brewery. And they always have a lot of different kind of beers on tap. I think they had about 20 different taps, was it, when we were there?
1: Too many to count. We couldn't even put a dent in it.
0: Yeah, several of their own, a bunch of their own, I should say some of Old Baltimore Yard Brewery, and then several of the contract breweries that they work with, they have their beer on tap as well.
1: Yeah, there's lots of choices for anybody, just an interesting variety of styles of beer at any given time.
0: And to learn a little bit more about the brewery, we are going to talk with Eddie O'Keefe, the marketing director at Peabody Heights. Take it away, Eddie.
2: My name is Edward O'Keefe. I'm the director of marketing for Peabody Heights Brewery based in Baltimore, Maryland. So I handle all the social media, I handle all the events, I manage the tap room. But being a small business, especially craft brewery-wise, it's a little bit everything. So I've done production, I deliver a lot of beer, I help package beer, I've done a little bit of everything, though. Peabody Heights Brewery was originally started by actually Raven Beer, along with a couple local investors who were interested in starting an incubator contract brewing space. Basically, people were looking for a place to begin and start their product. None of them really had enough money. And so that's how initially the brewery got started. About two years later, unfortunately, the brewery fell on some hard times financially. And then the brewery was actually purchased by another local entrepreneur and investor and uh just been plugging away ever since. I think we want to stay true to who we are but with respect to the local environment, what people are drinking, but also be very forward thinking. Our goal is to continue to expand the thought of what people think of as craft beer. You know, people who don't necessarily like IPAs might try one of our IPAs. It's a little bit more new school. We're really just trying to be very culinary-forward. We really want to play with some really unique ingredients. Right now, we have a beer on tap with Szechuan peppercorns. We have a a kettle sour with soursop, which is sort of like a tropical fruit from South America. Our goal is just to have really, really good beer, I think that really stands for itself. The background of this tap room and where this brewery sits is really special. You know, we're not just Baltimore City. What's really, really cool is we're all big baseball fans here. This brewery actually sits on the same location as Old Oriole Park Number 5, and that same was from 1916 to 1944. The Orioles at the time were actually a minor league team, but they were one of the most successful programs in the United States. They won seven pennants in a row. Some people say they were one of the most successful professional teams to ever play. You had incredible incredible talent come through here. You had Roy Campanella, Leon Day, Andy Porter, Babe Ruth play a couple games here. It's really special. We're actually on the corner of about four different neighborhoods that have claimed us. We've become a community space for the neighborhood. A lot of people call us the living room of the neighborhood. If you walk through here on a Friday or Saturday afternoon there's There's probably about 30 kids under the age of four just running around everywhere. We have little kids' tables, we have a train table. We've just become a part of the community. We actually have a community center that we work with, and I think we've raised close to $100,000 for that space over the last couple of years. We do an Oktoberfest every year that's dedicated to the community center. Um, We have a really, really special thing across from us called the book thing in Baltimore. Basically, their whole concept is basically a book swap, a free bookstore, which is really cool. Unfortunately, they had a fire a couple years ago. They burned down, but then we hosted a couple fundraisers for them, and I think we raised almost another twenty or $30,000 to help put them back together. I think one of my favorite beers here is Thursday. It's our American Pale Ale. It's also a reference to a Notorious B.I.G. song from 96, I think, so if you guys remember Juicy, we used to drink champagne when we Thursday. That is the reference there. We did a beer called Escape, which references the Pina Colada song. We also are prideful of some of the baseball things that we do here. We have a whole line of baseball called Old Oro Park. We do a Bohemian, we do a Stout. We actually have another one coming out called Down the Ocean. So we've really embraced our Maryland roots. Some of the more interesting ingredients that we've worked with are pretty unique, not just ingredient wise, but also things that we've sourced from other people. We've worked with a local distillery that actually aged their gin in rye whiskey barrels. And so we actually did a a pale ale that was aged in a gin whiskey barrel. It was definitely pretty interesting because you got notes of gin, whiskey, some oak, some vanilla in there, and then you just like pale ale, which is bright and citrusy and grapefruity. It It was totally bizarre, but it was really, really cool. We used some Szechuan peppercorns, Thankfully, at the last minute, we actually talked to one of the guys at Brewers Art. He actually does some uh, judging for GABF, which is the Great American Beer Festival, and uh, he told us about uh, Sichuan peppercorns. They also have sort of a slight numbingness family's had Sichuan food. Thankfully, he told us to go light on the uh, Sichuan peppercorn, and we balanced it out with a lot of pink peppercorns. So it's always unique working with those ingredients. Soursop was really cool. Like I said, that is actually a relative of the jackfruit. It looks like a tiny jackfruit, but apparently it's very pineapply, very tropical, but has sort of like a banana custard body to it or mouthfeel. We've worked with locally grown fish peppers, Fish peppers were an ingredient that actually a local restaurant group, a farm to table restaurant group. They basically found seeds originally. This was a crop or pepper that was originally imported from the Caribbean that was imported into the Middle Atlantic region because it could grow up here. It's very nuanced. It's not just heat. It's got a little that tropicalness thing that you sort of pick up with habaneros sometime. Really, really cool. This what was a really popular pepper in the early 1900s just dropped off, and this one restaurant group has been bringing it back slowly. And so we actually got to use that in a beer called Sleeping with the Fishies, which was like a 9.2% imperial stout. I think we really want to explore more interesting, unique, ingredients, especially some stuff that's grown locally, things such as like pawpaws and local peaches and nectarines. We did our first sour, so we're looking to get more into that and working with using, doing some wild fermentation in wine barrels and stuff like that. We just cleared out a space in the back that I think would be perfect for a barrel room, which we're really excited for. So we'll do some classic clean kettle sours, but we'll start to see some weird, funky fermentation coming from us, which we're really excited for.
1: Thank you so much, Eddie O'Keefe. It was so great to talk to him, Adam. He was so hospitable, talking to us about the brewery, showing us around, serving us beers. I really, he's just a great guy. And everybody we met at Peabody Heights, all the people behind the bar were just really fantastic and really knowledgeable.
0: I totally agree. It was a great place to be, great people to be around. And, you know, their tap room is just a
1: gorgeous space. Amazing space.
0: Really, it's big, and yet somehow, the sound it's just not too loud. You're able to sit there and talk with someone next to you without having to shout, and you're able to hear them, even me, who can't hear people in crowds, Although, no problem hearing.
1: We did discover that trying to record them in conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, recording is a different thing it was talking. really
1: hard. but no, you're absolutely right. It was never uncomfortably loud. And it's not really a very, it's an old warehouse, but it doesn't feel industrial through their tap room.
0: Yeah, they did a good job. I think they dropped the ceilings a little bit, maybe. Whatever they did made it so that, yeah, you could just hear people talking. You weren't overwhelmed by the other people talking
1: and other noises. And the kids, there were kids all over the place, but never underfoot. So they had this special room... It's not a special room, <laughs> sorry. It's a different room. <laughs> it has couches and some low tables and yeah. games. It's clearly designed for families. And the last time we were visiting there, I believe they were throwing a kid's birthday party yep. in this room, in the brewery, in the neighborhood, which I thought was awesome.
0: Yeah, in that room and the adjoining party room as well.
1: Well, the adjoining party room is more like a game room.
0: Yeah. Well, there's right. the game room and the party so, room. So
1: there's a game room that's got pool and I think ping, ping pong, pong. And there were kids running around that room oh, yeah. from the party. So there's a big open space with a bar and lots of great tables. And then this game room and then this sort of party room. And then, although it's been too cold lately, they also have a beer garden, like an outdoor area to, to sit and enjoy their beer.
0: Yeah, I can't wait till we can go there and sit outside. It'll be nice. Yeah.
1: But what's fascinating for me, or what I found most inviting about the place, is this is really a neighborhood brewery. It's in a residential neighborhood, and it's like a giant, giant, it's a really large old warehouse in the middle of a residential neighborhood that they've now turned into, like Eddie was talking about, this Living room. Yeah, this living room for the neighborhood. I mean, Adam, I think you and I both know if we were, if we had a place like that when our kids were little, we'd have had every freaking birthday there. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No question about it. We would have been living there, basically.
1: So if you go to Peabody Heights, the people you're going to see there are on any given day regular folks who are coming and going from work or hanging out on the weekends. Mostly, it seems like a lot of folks walking there who live in the neighborhood, and this is where they're going to go hang out and maybe have something to eat.
0: Yes. However, should point out, the brewery itself doesn't serve food. There are a number of food trucks that come there. And we were there Saturday morning, and every Saturday morning they have a brunch, which I have to say, the restaurant that does it, very good.
1: Oh, it was so good.
0: Yeah, they have a lot of dishes with donuts in it. You know, a lot of them do have meat, but I'm a vegan, and they did have a vegan dish as well, which I have to say was very, very good.
1: I had a nice vegetarian sandwich. It was really fantastic. It was avocados yeah. and some great salsa. It's fantastic.
0: And it went really good with the beer. So, most of the time, they will have food trucks. So, depending on when you go, you might have to go out to get some food. But there are restaurants in the area that you can go
1: to as well. Okay. Are we ready to talk about the beer? Can we talk about the beer now? Let's talk about the beer now.
0: Uh, we'll talk about the beer in a minute. Mm. Just so you know, getting there is pretty easy as well. There's public transportation, buses that go there, so, you know, if you have a car, great, you could drive there. But if you don't want to drive, if you don't want to use Lyft or Uber, there is buses that go there as well. Beer, now beer, we can beer. talk about the beer.
1: Oh my gosh, Peabody Heights brews some fantastic beer. Really fantastic Yes, stuff. they do. So, you want to start? Should I start? You can start. Okay, I got to start with some weird stuff that I tried while I was there. So, Eddie talked a little bit about the Szechuan peppercorn farmhouse, which is what I started my day with. It was very refreshing. Not super spicy, not a lot of spice in it, but nice and bright and just enough pepper to feel it on the tongue. I really enjoyed it, thought it was fantastic. Four steins all the way around.
0: So the beer I want to talk about is Can You Fig It? Now this beer is really interesting. It is brewed with Fig Newtons. Yes, you heard that right, actual Fig Newtons. They went to the grocery store, got a shopping cart full of Fig Newtons, crushed them up and threw it in. And it is amazing how that flavor comes through. You get this really nice biscuity flavor,
1: That's the crust.
0: You also get this great spicy fig flavor. That's the filling. It's amazing, Richard, how much you're helping me.
1: (laughs) But it really does taste like the complete experience of Fig Newton.
0: Oh, it does. Just an amazing beer. I mean, I
1: enjoyed it so much.
0: And just the flavor profile, it just came through so clearly and was so delicious.
1: Yeah, I hope they have that again soon.
0: So do I. So do I. Unfortunately, they didn't have it the next time we went. So it's. It was, a, I think
1: they were doing it as more of a winter type yeah, of
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they'll have it again next winter.
1: Another interesting beer that I tried there was called Pseudoscience. It was a, it's a kettle sour with some tangerine and soursop, but I thought it was a really nice, bright, really citrusy and complex kind of a flavor, but really, really drinkable. Uh, the kind of thing you'd toss a few back definitely in the summertime or in hot weather.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it as well, and you don't see a lot of beers brewed with soursop.
1: They try some weird things at Peabody Heights, man. Yeah,
0: you know, soursop, sop. I mean, you were just Newtons. talking about the Fig Newtons, yeah. Yeah. The beer I want to talk about next is called Simco de Mayo. Perhaps you can figure out the type of hops used by the name. Maybe, maybe not. Simcoe hops. This is an IPA, and it's just a really tasty beer. It's got an amazing aroma of citrus and just these great hoppy
1: aromas. I think they managed to get the orange flavor to come through in a beer better than just about any beer that I've ever had.
0: Yes. Great flavor, great aroma. It looked really nice. You know, a great head on the beer. Perfect all the way around.
1: Well, if you want to talk about Perfect from Peabody Heights, you have to talk about their old Oriole Park brand
0: of
1: beer. One of them is the Bohemian. The other is the Bohemian Premium. It's hard to say fast. (laughs) Bohemian Premium, which in my opinion is the best Pilsner I've ever had.
0: I would agree with that.
1: Just out of this world, amazing. I just, it changes my whole, I've literally been buying a six-pack of this every day? No, every (laughs) other day.
0: Phew, I was getting worried about you there.
1: Well, we've been recording a lot of podcasts. (laughs) We've been (laughs) drinking a lot of this beer, but they sell them in a six-pack of Tallboys. And it's, I have never, ever willingly in my life since I've been old enough to understand what beer can taste like, ever bought that much Pilsner?
0: Ever. Yeah. I usually don't buy Pilsner either because, I mean, let's be Why honest, would it you? can be a little boring. Yeah. But oh my God, it had this really amazing toasty flavor and it was just.
1: It is. It is. Don't it is talk about really it in the tasty. past tense, Adam.
0: You know, I bought the Simcoe to Mayo today to drink while we were recording the podcast about Peabody Heights. Had they had the Bohemian, <gasps> Bohemian Premium? Are they out? I would have gotten it. They're out of the Bohemian Premium? Well, where I was, they didn't have it, yes.
1: Oh, okay. Co op? Yes. <laughs> it's our neighborhood place.
0: Yes, I'm sure they'll get it again. They better. But yeah, they didn't have a lot of Peabody Heights this time.
1: Huh. Well, they they seem to
0: be out of a lot of it. They
1: had a lot recently, so I think they had sort of gotten a yes. shipment in and then
0: yeah and they had apparently just gotten a shipment of their regular beer, but Peabody Heights delivers their own beer to them
1: excellent, so well, thank you, Eddie in. yeah for delivering your delicious Peabody Heights beer directly into our neighborhood and please keep it up and send more of the bohemian premium. Do I have to say that again? Yes, you do. It's so good if you can get seriously, if you can get your hands on some old Oriole Park Bohemian premium beer. It will change the way you think about Pilsners completely, unless you've really had amazing Pilsners often. It blew my mind.
0: Now, there's one other beer I just want to mention. Really? Really. I think we're boring people.
1: No, not really. <laughs> hey, we're talking about beer. <laughs> Tell <laughs> me
0: Everyone about it. Everyone likes good beer. Tell me about it. They're Farmhouse Ale, which is called The Country, and they have a version of it which they brew with strawberry and cherry.
1: Oh, I didn't try that one. I tried the Szechuan peppercorn version right. of it.
0: I tried the strawberry and cherry
1: version of it.
0: How was it? I really enjoyed it.
1: Really? You're not much yeah. for fruit usually.
0: Well, for me, as long as the fruit is actually added to the beer and is meant to be added by the brewer, I'm okay with it. It's more when people-
1: Try to, like, to put a piece of fruit in your beer? Exactly. Oh.
0: That I am very much against
1: Oh. That. I'm a beer Heathens. Smell. Philistines. <laughs>
0: Exactly, my view. I wish everyone shared it, but apparently some people don't. But anyways, this beer, the strawberry and cherry came through, but not too loudly. You got the flavors, but it wasn't sweet. It wasn't overly sweet, even though you got those intense fruit flavors. It was more of the the saison flavors that came through. You know, slightly a little funky, maybe. And just nice. I mean, they complemented it so well, the fruit flavors with the Saison, that it was just very enjoyable. Great. Good drinking beer, I'd say. All
1: right. Well, I will try it if I get a chance. So, all in all, Peabody Heights is a wonderful place to visit. The beer is fantastic. The ambiance is top-notch, frankly. Just top-notch, particularly if you really want a relaxing environment where you can sort of hang out and do your thing. I mean, we saw people hanging out reading books. If you've got kids, perfect for taking kids. If you're not into kids, plenty of space to be away from kids. It
0: was thoroughly enjoyable. I think you have a little bit of time. You want to go visit a really nice brewery that you can just hang out at, this is the place to go.
1: Absolutely. If you're visiting Baltimore, it's probably not going to be the most accessible thing for you, but it's worth the trip. It's worth getting a little out of the beaten path to check out Peabody Heights. And if you live anywhere in the area and you're planning on, you know, hanging out in Baltimore, it's definitely worth your time. Agreed. So Peabody Heights Brewery in Baltimore, Maryland. You can find them online at www.peabodyheightsbrewery.com.
0: And remember, if you like what you hear, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere where fine podcasts are served.
1: Anywhere great podcasts are free. That's the Gento Media tagline.
0: Anywhere great podcasts are free.
1: Anywhere great podcasts are free.
0: And remember, always drink great beer.
1: Woo! See you next time.